<laughs> Guys, you can't see this, but Cassie has fainted. <laughs> dead. I'm dead. 16. You let 16 man. Welcome to the Departure Lounge. The conversation will be taken off in a minute. Hi guys, welcome to Travel Stories. So yeah, these are the episodes where we talk about your travel stories that you have sent us. Um, some of them are hilarious. Some of them could be quite deep. Um, some of them, I hope you haven't got any sad ones. I feel like that we're just going to keep it light and hot and funny. Light and airy. But yeah, so the Departure Lounge welcomes you to Travel Stories. Welcome, guys. So, as oh. always, <laughs> as always, I am Cassie. And with hi, me guys. Is... Oh, hi, guys. I'm Tilly. How are you guys doing? How are your mama and them? How are your Thursday being? It was bank holiday this week, so I hope you enjoyed at least a little bit of sleep. Sleeping extra this week, guys. Or oh. like myself, you enjoyed some extra liquor this week. I've been drinking since, so we're recording this on Sunday. I've been drinking since Friday evening and I'm not stopping. So cheers, guys. Love that for you. I haven't touched it. Wait, actually, that's like, I had like a copper bag on Friday after work because it was one of my colleague, my work colleagues' birthday. So I had, had a fish and chips at the pub. So, oh my God. I know that we're talking about, um, travel stories today yeah but this is a real life story in London like genuinely went to the pub after work you know before on Kilburn High Road yeah went there sat outside and then like about five minutes after we were sitting sat down like it was like drizzling and I was just like I just know that it's not gonna rain like it I believe it's not gonna rain anyway two twos like I put up the umbrella because I'm like, you know what? It might be warmer because it was cold. So I was thinking it might be warmer down underneath the, um, the umbrella. So then the people inside notice us because like, that's like, I was thinking it's logic. Like, it's warmer under an umbrella. No, there's five of us. So our body heat would like resonate underneath this massive umbrella. Like, why not? Anyway, the people inside like saw us and was just like, okay, do you guys want a bigger umbrella? Like we've got a big umbrella. They put the umbrella through the like hole in the table on the outside. Mm-hmm. And then when I tell you no less than five minutes later, it started chucking down, like chucking down. Wild. It was hilarious because all of the other tables, none of them had the umbrella. It was just my like my table that had it. It was Shocking, like I was in do 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 rain, not vroom, vroom, vroom. like I don't. That's the cartels. Never mind. Like not, no, <laughs> <laughs> like not like not like the trickle, the normal trickle. It was actually like um, it was like full on torrential rain. Wow. So yeah. Well, we live in England, isn't it? So. I know, I know. They're talking about the, you know, the easing of lockdown. You can dine outside, but when it starts to rain and we're outside, it's not a good look. Like even eating in the cold, I like eating food, but I don't like eating food when it's cold. You know, mm. I appreciate being inside at a table. This time last year, I was going to say this time, this time, this time last year, we were like 
locked down in our houses, not able to go anywhere. And like, it was warm. Like yep. this year, it's like, it's not. Like, this year, the like Mother Nature's like, oh, okay, so you're now back polluting me. So you know what? Take the cold, take the cold and take the rain. Facts. That's basically what she was saying to us. Facts. Okay, so back to travel stories. Okay, Cassie. Oh, do you want to start? Oh, okay. I have a, a, yes, I have a travel story. It's a short one. It's only a short one, little one. Um, So a friend of mine was going on holiday with her boyfriend a couple of years ago. And as you do, obviously, I think they had a flight after work. So they worked like that day, um, met each other after work, and they jumped on the Heathrow Express, got to Heathrow, Mm-hmm. and was like you know what we're going on holiday it's our first holiday as a couple let's get some drinks in so as you do you oh, go to I'm sure they went to like um a Witherspoon but in the um uh past like security so they've gone through all the baggage all the baggage table that sort of stuff and they're sat in that little bit waiting to for their flat number to be called now they get there two hours early like you're supposed to for a European flight she decided it would be a good idea for them to get shots to put them in the mood because they were going to, I think they were going to Portugal, they are going to the Algarve and okay. they strip on the Algarve obviously where you've got all the bars and stuff. So their plan was to get there, shower, drop their bags, go eat and then find a club and straight to start partying for the whole like weekend that they were there. Mm. So they get shots. First couple of shots go down. Okay, cool. Then they have more shots. And they keep going and keep going and keep going. Their flight number then gets called. And they were like, cool, we've still got time. Let's get one more round of shots. Bear in mind, two of them, yeah? But they're ordering like six shots at a time. Oh, my God. And I'm like, when she was telling me the story, I was like, I'm sorry. (laughs) There's two of you and you're having six shots each. How many shots have you gone down? She's like, we lost count after the first, like, what? I don't know, 12 or 18. And I was like... Okay, so final call for this person and this person. They were like, we still have time. And I'm, I'm sitting in my thinking, this is not going to end well. I know it's not going to end well. So apparently they're drunk themselves. They have their last shot. They're drunk themselves. They finally realise, oh shit, maybe we haven't got time. They run to the gate. Tell me why when they get there, gate's closed. There's no one there. The flight is taken off without them. And I was like, so what oh did God. you do? Like, what did you actually do? So then she was like, they obviously were very drunk at this point, but mm-hmm. since they missed the flight, she sobered up, the, her boyfriend did not, um, sobered up with a quickness. Obviously, they had to look at booking other flights. They had to be escorted from the gate back through to, like, um, the front of the airport, pretty much. Had to look for another flight that was either taking them out later that evening or the next day. Now, her boyfriend is a lightweight and could barely stand at that point. Mm-hmm. So they had to sober up and get on the flight the next day. So they missed the whole first evening of their holiday. That is so annoying. All because you couldn't you couldn't wait. Just have have some wine, have some seco, have a cocktail or two. Not shots. See, the thing is, I can't even lie. I definitely do shots when I'm in the lounge. So I always like, so whenever I go on holiday, it doesn't matter if it's domestic. Not domestic, sorry, like European, or if it's mm. short haul or long haul, basically is what I'm trying to say. I I still go to the departure lounges 
And then, like, I get absolutely liquored, liquored up. But the thing is, I always get there four hours early, just in case. Because, like, you go through everything, your bags are secure, everything like that. And then, like, I'm always at the lounge closest to my gate. Mm. So then that way, whatever's happened, I could just run for it. But I never get there late, so... But yeah, uh, uh, missing your flight because you're getting drunk. Come on, that's a rookie move, though. Fully a rookie move. And she didn't tell us. She didn't put it in the group. So when we're all thinking, oh, my God, yeah, you know, you're going to send us Snapchats and whatever else. We didn't get any Snapchats on the first night. So we were thinking, okay, cool. They're probably, you know, they're they're a couple. They're probably doing the nasty or something and Mm. having some quality time and whatever. No, they weren't having quality time. They were in a hotel in Heathrow Airport. <laughs> I'm crying. Waiting to get the early morning flight the next morning. <laughs> that's that's hilarious. Okay, so I've got one from my friend. Um, and she said, Nicaragua was not very kind to me. My luggage was delayed. I had a violent bout of food poisoning. My belongings Ooh. were drenched with rainwater because the hostel roof had collapsed in and I suffered from... This is why I do this when I'm high, because I come across a lot more intelligent than I do when I'm sober. As I was saying, I suffered through a debilitating week-long illness. And when I was, and when my prized DS, oh my God, I didn't read this through, by the way. Um, And when my prized DSLR was stolen from my hotel room, I was thoroughly thoroughly angry and thoroughly through I had had enough but Nicaragua taught me nothing less that it's an it's the single most valuable experience the experience shaped you I learned that those hardships that from those hardships I'm better off because of them travel comes with no guarantees except that it's what it'll be worth it and now that I I look back on those memories I see Nicaragua through rose-coloured um, glasses because I'm not visiting the way that I felt when I was there. But I learned one thing, never go to host hostels again. Um, yeah, so hostels have never been my thing. So, you know, but the hostel roof collapsed, yeah? And and, and then your DSLR gets teeped. And them cameras are expensive. Expensive! Ooh! Poor thing, poor thing. Sorry, darling. Sorry. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Miss Sarah, Miss Sarah, Sarah, sorry. Do you want to take the next one? Uh, go on then. I have got one where... So this person went on safari Ooh. in Kenya. And before they even got to where you go on safari, they had to obviously go through Nairobi and stuff. And yeah. they got put into... Or they had to get like a van for them and like everybody else that was travelling with them. So fine. Van comes now, get on the van, and it's, I think it was like a certain ship, like a eight, no, maybe five, between five and eight hour trip to mm-hmm. get you to where you need to be to the hotel, yeah? So stop off at one place and you have food. And in this story, it's hilarious because so much things go wrong. So this mm-hmm. part of the story is where they stop off and they get food, yeah? They've got food in this place, they're sat there eating. Tell me why there was a rat in the restaurant where they're eating the owner of the restaurant comes out and boots the rat out the door like he's kicking the football just boots it after the rat has been spotted everyone's like you know what we're full we're good can we get back on the road please 
So yeah, I long story short. Honestly, but yeah, long story short, they get on the um back into the van and everyone piles in and they are on their merry way. And then about hour and a half, two hours later, van just stops. Van won't move. Why? On the side of the road, there were, there were still giraffes. The giraffes were there, the giraffes were spotted. So it's like, take pictures of the giraffes, yay! Why aren't we moving? <laughs> the van had completely gone kaput. Now, one person on that trip decided that, obviously they bring their little bag everywhere and that bag has everything in it. Mm-hmm. So they were, that's fine. Luckily for that party, there was another van driving past going to near where the hotel that they that they were staying in. So that mm-hmm. driver was like, we'll take everyone off this van and we'll, we'll put them onto our van and then we'll take them and you can meet them up the road later because obviously the van is not moving, not going anywhere. So this person's like, yeah, that's fine. I will bring my bag um, and, you know, we'll go in the, in the other van. Everyone mm-hmm. else is like, oh, yeah, we'll leave, we'll leave the bags because you shouldn't be a couple, more than a few hours behind us. Okay. So get in the van now, make it to the hotel. Tell me why. Dinner was had, so we get to, the, get to the hotel for about, what, five, maybe six o'clock that evening. Get to the hotel, everyone else can't shower, but the person that bought the back can shower, and showers, has a change of clothes. Have dinner, still waiting on these bags. Gets to the point where it's time for bed. Everyone, like, the whole day is, like, escaped you, you can't really do anything, it's time for bed now. Mm-hmm. The van, the, old, the other van that's broken down, with the other bags in it, nowhere to be seen. Tell me, guess what time this, the other van, turned up at the hotel? The next day? That morning. 3 a.m. What were they supposed to do until... No, piss off. 3 a.m. That's annoying. Wild. Imagine being stuck in a hotel where you ain't got your luggage. But did they at least get, like, the hotel gowns? Because, you know, not every hotel gives a hotel gown. They didn't have gowns. That hotel doesn't have gowns. So they had to stay in the nasty-ass clothing (laughs) that they've been in all day. (laughs) Apart oh from God. the one that was smart and was like, I will take the bag. Yeah. I have my bag. I'll take my bag and I'm bringing it with me because I don't trust you, motherfuckers. So I'm bringing it with me. Um, yeah, that person was able to shower, change, freshen up, go to dinner looking all cute when everyone else was looking all dusty and a hot mess. Um, and oh. then was able to put on pajamas and get into bed and sleep comfortable. Yeah. Interesting. So I think... With that, obviously, we're blessed in this country where we have we can call the AA, RAC, the green flag. I don't know what the Kenyan equivalent is if they have one, but yo, they take their sweet blood blood time. I can imagine. Oh my gosh, I'd be so pissed off. So if my stuff was, so was like, oh, oh, wild, so very wild. But yeah, next one, next one. Okay, so this is from. Eldot. My boyfriend and I spent last August in Norway. Our first stop was a place, I'm not going to try and butcher that name, so yeah, um, which is 20, 22 kilometres walking through snow, mud. Sorry? Yeah, walking through snow, mud, w- rain, wind and darkness. Two days later, we hiked we hiked pulpit, pulpit rock almost half the distance this second hike seemed like a breeze a breeze in comparison to the um, first one we spent rest of the time the rest of the time relaxing and exploring this beautiful counties 
from like about 10 euros a day. The spa overlooked the lake, gazing at the incredible and numerous um, waterfalls to aimlessly driving around forges. I've always been scared of heights. It's been less than a year since my foot surgery. Accomplishing these, um, these heights made me feel excited and liberated. On one of our drives along the for Jaws, I'm going to say it's for Jaws. It's F-J-O-R-D-S. Is it for Jaws? I have no idea. Fjords. Fjords? Fjords. Fjords. Let's just say Fjords. Um, <laughs> along the, fjord, the Fjords, we found ourselves alone along the road, surrounded by endless beauty. It felt like I ha- this was my chance to do something I've always wanted to do. So we decided to hop over to Ber- Bergen and visit another city. And that was really it. We went from place to place around Norway and it was really, really, really fun. I tried to do the, the but I think I'm just gonna stick with the airplanes as my my conquering, my conquering fear in heights. Cool with not having to go on a on a ledge. <laughs> but, <Wow. okay. laughs> but yeah, my friend, she just like like rambled but no like she's saying that she tried to basically she tried to do all of these like hikes and mm. um like go on to different places high places around Norway and she was just like got to it nah I'm good thanks we'll go to somewhere else how are you with heights <laughs> I'm weird so I'm okay with airplanes I'm okay with um I do everything at least once okay I would like to say, like the Eiffel, climbing up the Eiffel Tower was probably the hardest thing for me. Like, because the thing is with the Eiffel Tower, it's narrow and it's like cast iron. That's it. Like, you don't see, like, you see everything. And like, even when you're going up the stairs, like, there's a space between the stairs and it's just like, you see everything. Like, oh my gosh. So it was scary. Um, the Grand Canyon was freaking scary because it's literally glass in the middle and then they tell you don't look down because if you're scared of ice me that person being that person you tell me don't do something I immediately I'm gonna do it. do it and then I'm looking at it then get paralyzed with fear because I'm like I could literally just fall through this glass right now and just fall down endlessly because I don't see a fucking bottom um so yeah I'm still scared of heights but I will try. I try to do things that scare me, not for the adrenaline rush, because I don't get the adrenaline rush, but just so I can say, do you know what? I'm not a pussy, so I can take it off. Like, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm right with nice, to be honest. I'm, I'm that, that geek that has to sit, um, have the window seat on a page so I can look out at the clouds and yeah, I can see like the towns that we're going over and all that sort of stuff. So, I, yeah, I'm right with heights. Like, I do when we go on holiday and stuff, if there's something where I can see over a town or see over the city or whatever um, Mm -hmm. from high up, I would happily do that. I love that. I love, I love the, um, I love the feel of like taking off that as like one from, wait, hold on question. Do you prefer taking off or landing? Take off. Why? Because we've, we've okay, so we've landing, it's too higga hagga bumpy, bumpy, bumpy. Like at least we're taking off. I know what's happening. Where where 
obviously with landing you do as well but with takeoff you're doing the whole fast run up to the end of the end of the runway and then you're up in the air but with landing obviously you know you're descending you can see you're descending but then you're doing the whole bump 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 and then you come to a stop and you kind of lurch forward i don't like that i hate that oh i get what you mean so like i do appreciate um the takeoff but I don't really appreciate landing but I have had some good pilots in the class but you haven't obviously you felt the landing but you haven't felt it like it's, it hasn't been all the yaga but I've had yeah. some landings where it's been disgusting <clears throat> the reason why I asked that question to you because I don't actually know which one I rather really yeah like so I love takeoff okay I'm never awake when it's like takeoff from a big plane. So I don't actually know what happens by the time we're off the runway. I'm not gonna lie to you, because I'm like always like <sighs> in big <laughs> planes. Because their their seats are genuinely more comfortable. Mm. Whereas like if we're like in the Caribbean, you know when the small planes go up and then mm. it's like they hover, that bit when they're hovering. Oh my god! I don't know what it is about it, but my stomach does crinkum crankum. I don't know what it is, but crinkum crankum, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm I'm taking the Nigerians' um, words. Oh, I love that crinkum crankum. Yeah, oh. but yeah. So, um, but then when it's like t- like landing, I think like landing is so much smoother, um, especially in, like a big plane. It's just like, zoom. and then it's like it all. Um, like, I don't know. I've, I've been on a small plane where the landing was perfectly fine nothing happened and I've been on a big plane where the landing was shot to shit I'm just like oh, wow. I remember being I think I was, I was with my mum and we went somewhere it may have been Jamaica in 2015 mm. and that landed and usually my mum my mum always comments on the on the the takeoff and the landing when this <laughs> when the pilot landed the plane this time she's like who gave him his very pilot's license? Try to kill us all. I was like, wow. You've clearly riled her up because of your bad landing. <laughs> wow. So it was, honestly, it was terrible. Like, he tried to land a couple times, couldn't. Um, so he had to, like, go up and do a little circle and then come back and try. And the third time we landed, um, and it wasn't anything wrong with the... Well, we don't think there was anything wrong with the plane. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it was it was difficult. And the way he hit the runway as well, mm, nah. Everyone on the plane was pissed everybody oh my gosh <clears throat> well so i i've i've only i think there's only been one rough landing but that's because we were coming out from turbulence mm. when we were landing over brazil like i'd the imagine the turbulence was so bad it woke me up and i sleep like i die like so, wow <laughs> so anybody anybody out here who has slept near me or knows what I sleep like everybody knows I sleep like a dead person like I when I fall asleep I'm dead and then I resurrect every morning when I'm waking up because (laughs) it's like you cannot wake me up or if you have woken me up during the night we will probably have a conversation not gonna lie to you we would probably have a full-blown conversation but in the but when I fully wake up I would not remember this conversation. Ask my mom. My mom has asked me to do numerous things in the past. When I get home, she's like, you didn't do this. You didn't do that. I'm like, what, do you, what are you talking about, woman? 
Oh no, I asked you this morning, you answered me back and said, yes, you're going to do it. Mum, we're at this point where now, 29 years later, you should know that when you wake me up, I'm not going to rem- remember this. Like, but okay. Yeah, no. So that woke me up like with a jolt. Like, I was like, <gasps> like, what's going on? And like, we were just landing, but it's just like, it was, it was, it was, that one was a rough one. That one was wow. a rough one. I, th- I think we were landing, trying to land before a storm hit. Oh, shit, yeah. So there was turbulence. And, like, I think the storm was, like, about three hours away at that point. So Ooh. it was still safe to, to land, but the winds had already been picked up and, like, there was massive turbulence and all of this stuff. It was crazy. Damn. Yeah. Right, next story. I've been traveling the, the islands around um, Thailand. Needless to say that I was rolling deep, um, which is a rare concept considering as I'm American. <laughs> and it's hard <laughs> to get many people together to head overseas. So I was trying to go, huh? Because I was trying to get many people to travel together overseas, let alone even for a weekend in Vegas. But this time I'd gotten a few friends to come over. So when it came, so it came without saying that when everyone headed home to LAX, I decided I'm gonna stay behind. I stayed behind to trek Thailand solo for a week. I felt alone, a little bit depressed. Don't get me wrong, I was excited to continue my travels, but the thought of being alone after being so accompanied felt like a shock in the weird poss- weirdest possible way. So there was a three-hour bus ride from Shang, Shang Mai to Shang Rei, it was a little bit painful, even though I tried mercilessly to take my mind off of it by gazing out of the window, watching the beautiful Thai countryside pass me by. A few um, breathing exercises here, a short a short um, nap later, we arrived in Shang Rei. I think that I'm saying it wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. Anybody who's Taiwanese or who've been Thailand, excuse me, I haven't been there yet. Um, I got off the bus and dazed. I got off the bus, dazed and confused, and then it hit me. I was like, oh, poor... I have to take off her name. <laughs> I was like, oh, poor... And I went into fight or flight mode when I landed in the new city, unaware of where to go because there was no taxis in sight. I was, I'm sure that I was looking like I was worried and everybody could see the anxiousness on my face because a police officer who, spoken, who spoke very broken English came up to help me and helped me to locate a taxi. A smile came across my face at the kindness of this very sweet stranger as I climbed into the taxi. And a young driver, the young driver actually offered me to drive me for free considering that um, the place that I was going was literally around the corner. I felt so, so happy that these people were just like being so, so, um, were being so nice to me that my my heart felt swelled up. And the fact is, do you know what? This is one of the experiences that my friend talks about when she talks about her solo travel, because you meet people who are just so nice and who are so welcoming. And you know what? From that moment, I just felt like I wasn't that alone. I decided to, to take a guidebook online that I saw and I decided to use all of this because this was all of this 
as planning my trips around Thailand because it was written by three female travellers who'd stayed in the same hotel that I stayed. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to do the exact same show that they did. And you know what? I made so many new friends. And then she sent Aww. me a picture. Oh, that's so nice. But yeah, she was just like, that was my first ever trek <clears throat> as a solo traveller on my own, somewhere completely different from where I've ever been in the lang- in a place where language was a, li- a little bit of a big barrier, but it made me familiarise, it made me realise that there are same familiarities of home that I could do here in Thailand. And it was the best decision for me. So tell your friend, Cassie, that solo travel is not that hard when you, when you just let go of your fear. Uh, there you go. See, oh, that for you. I appreciate oh. that. Thank you. Yay. Well, seeing as um, Karunisha has behaved herself or is fingers crossed behaving herself, um, solo trip pending. Are you, you going to go to Greece? Um, possibly, but I'm going to look at a few things first. Because I'm mm-hmm. still going to book a solo, a solo trip. Maybe not this year because we've already got some trips booked in the diary. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe beginning of next year. But I think I'm, but yeah, I think I'm going to still do Greece. But we'll see. Needs to figure out when. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next one. <coughs> oh, you got a cough. Are you okay? You good? <laughs> I'm fine. It's because it's, it's of this. Oh, oh, are you drinking rum? What else am I drinking? What else would I be drinking? <laughs> well, you could be like me. And be drinking summer lime green tea from Well Tea. Ooh, well, yeah. Which has like lychee and lime and like green tea. Oh, girl, this is like an experience in your mouth. But yeah, well, I had to get my electrolytes back up after all the rum I consumed yesterday. Oh, so well. I got coconut water. Because that's coconut my. Coconut water and rum. Um, th- that's the Jamaican in me, yes. Um, but to get my electrolytes back up, I just drink, after I've been out drinking or I've had like a heavy night, I will drink coconut water the next day and I feel fine. Makes, makes sense, makes sense. All right, next story. This one I like. Me Ooh. and my boy, me and my husband actually met in Lisbon. Oh, so we, love story. We, I know it, I love this. We had a good connection when we met in, in a hostel in Lisbon and we exchanged Facebook a accounts not very much I kind of put his name on Facebook looking for him and sent the um sent the friend request and he accepted me does this make me a stalker but you know what it's fine um, we kept in touch <laughs> talking through talking through Facebook until I decided I'm gonna go away traveling to a place that's where she lived and wait wait what I what is the place go, spell it I, I decided to go to the place where they where he lived and to go and see him i wasn't expecting anything since he's a brazilian guy that lived in britain in lisbon and i'm norwegian living in bergen so but then i booked i booked a hotel went there with an open heart and we didn't and if we didn't connect for real this time at least i went i was visiting a very pretty city and would stay there and it would be an experience anyway but thanks to thanks to life, thanks to real life, our connection was real. We went on walks in the mountain. He got he got me some um, good Norwegian cakes, and our date was perfect. So perfect that I changed my booking for a double room instead of a bunk bed. 
Okay. Oh, I'm guessing she stayed at a, a hostel. Okay. Um, the double room has a window had a window with a with an amazing view of the mountains, um, and the really colorful houses, and was actually the most romantic moments of my life. And there in the double bed was the um was with that breath breathtaking view. That's where we fell in love. And I know this sounds really cheesy and real yes, real really cheesy, Tilia. Leave me alone. After <laughs> after we kept traveling to see each other after months, he finally moved in with me in Lisbon and decided to work with the Norwegian embassy in Lisbon and the rest is history. Oh that's so cute. <laughs> That's so adorable. No, see, love happens abroad, guys. Sometimes you find your man. You never know who you will find. It's true. And to be fair, Lisbon is such a beautiful city. I love it so much. I don't know if anybody follows me on Instagram. You can real. You've realized by now that Lisbon is literally my favorite city in the world. And I would live there if I had a house there. I would not rent. um, Oh wow. yeah, no, definitely. I'm I'm definitely looking at um becoming an expat and moving to Lisbon in real life. Damn. Um I just I just really love Lisbon. This is the reason why Bay is learning Portuguese. So yeah. Oh shit, okay. Yeah, no, he, he he's on assignment. He understands the assignment. <laughs> He understands the assignment. <laughs> he, is, he understands the assignment. Before, <laughs> do you know what's so funny? Yeah, it's because it's before I even said that I wanted to live. I think, like I mentioned, that I would love to live in a Portuguese-speaking country. Like speaking six languages fluently, I definitely want that to be part of my children's life in the what future. Six languages do you speak? Sorry, I speak Portuguese, Italian, French, Spanish, which is very random, um, Creole, and English. Good times. So, I speak English, Patois, and English. <laughs> <laughs> Patois is definitely one of them. I mean, um, it gets you by. Um, but yeah, so like that was one thing I always said, like from the beginning. And it's like it's so nuts that he really picked up on that and like went to Brazil to learn Portuguese in real life, like went and immersed himself. So well done, baby. Um, but yeah. When I find him, can he teach my my my, my husband, boyfriend, whatever the ways? Yeah, just just hundred percent. I can teach him. We gonna have Perfect. you gonna learn too because uh, you know. Let me learn Spanish first. I've been trying to learn Spanish for the past I don't know how many years, and I can since say a few things. School. Probably, actually, yes, <laughs> since since secondary school. But um, I can say a few things. I can get by mm. when I go to a Spanish speaking country. So I'm not that you know that English person that will be like. Uh, say what I want and they say it louder and louder until they understand no the words that I I have in my arsenal I will use and if I cannot say any more words Google Translate is my friend (laughs) and it's true you know Google Translate has gotten a lot better I feel like the AI technology has gotten a lot better because there's actual people behind it that are Mm. linguists because um this is one thing that um my friend was telling me to do like when I was looking for a new job, which was um, like go into linguistics and um, semantics and um, the other S word. Um, but I was just like, that's just so very technical for me. I prefer like natural talking um, rather than translation and like going into intonation and blah, 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 which is why 
basically the whole reason why Google Translate has actually upped its game is because there's people behind it now that actually do that shit. And it is a lot of money, but it's just like, I just don't want to do something that I'm not passionate about in this day and age. I get that. Completely understandable. Mm. Okay, next one. In July 20... Really? Hold tight, you. In, <laughs> in July 2014, I went by myself to Iceland. Oh my gosh, it was the year before we graduated, chick. Okay, I see you, I see you. Okay, um, I travelled um, by, my, by myself to Iceland. Um, the following evening, I walked... The following day, sorry, I walked around that place in Iceland hold tight you <laughs> to do some sightseeing on the back of the map I got from the hostel wait from the back of the on the back of the map map I got I got from the hotel there was an ad about a museum about Vikings so of course I decided to go there and by the end of the tour you had the option of dressing up like a Viking so of stop course it. I did this stop it <laughs> of course I did this and I and also wanted to pho- photograph myself in the costume so wow. I walked up to this very random guy and asked him if he could take a f- picture of me but instead he suggested we take a photo together and so mm-hmm. we did turns out that he was actually a solo traveler and he was staying at the neighboring hotel we ended up spending the week together and now a, now Wow, six years later, we're together. Okay. Obviously, I can't guarantee that you'll meet your, your life partner while you're on holiday, but at least you can try. So you might as well. Well, Look that's that. two love stories. Good times, guys. Two, Good guys. Times. Two. Okay. Let's do one more. I'm scrolling up for the good ones because there's a bit there's a few ones that I'm just like. I don't want to put this on the podcast. <coughs> oh no, y'all, y'all is nasty. Oh no, y'all well, is we, nasty. We can, we can do an X-rated version at some point. Yeah, we all will do. <laughs> we'll definitely, you know, my, you know, birds of a feather flock together. You know me, and you know my friends are like me. So you know, scrolling up, scrolling up, scrolling up. Okay, I'm I'm gonna tell you this one of one that I know. Okay, okay. So my friend Jay went to Vegas like just randomly after certain things transpired in her life I feel uh-huh. like with, with me and my friends it's like every time something transpires why not go to Vegas so my friend went to Vegas and decided you know what fuck it I'm gonna enjoy my life I'm going to enjoy myself and so she went on tinder while she was as soon as she got to like the McCran um airport and she downloaded tinder got to her, t- her hotel and her hotel wasn't exactly the best. She said she stayed in like one of those, you know, like those budget hotels, but it's not, it's not like a motel. It's like yeah. a step before a motel. Like she okay. had a big room, but it was like still like a budget hotel. And like, so because she was only spending a couple of days there, she decided she was going to like, you know, meet some men. So literally during, from the first, during the first three days of her being in Vegas, she met 16 guys via Tinder. Y'all can't see my face. The look on my face is, is it. If I could describe my face to you in one word, shooketh. Shooketh. 
very sugar. Continue, sorry, continue. And the worst part of it all, she had sex with all 16 of them. I have questions. These questions need answers. <laughs> I, I have I have several many questions. Um but the first one, 16. One six. six one six. Mm-hmm. One six. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you can't see this, but Cassie has fainted. <laughs> dead. I'm dead. 16. You let 16 men all up in any goodies. Not 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 body shaming do your thing, like you know, if that's whatever floats your boat, female empowerment, sexual liberation, do your <laughs> thing. But 16. In in what what time span, please? Three days. My thought process is, yeah, like. Okay, I, I I can understand like three guys, but I just think to myself like sex back to back with men like this. Does your coochie not hurt? You were lubricated for all of them, or did you need help? Because three like, days, were, were you that like were you sexually deprived as a young? If, if 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 we get if we get um if we get mathematical about the situation, yeah. So mm-hmm. that's sixteen men. Mm-hmm. Over three days. Mm-hmm. That's 5.3 men a day. <laughs> and the point three, he could have been short. We don't know. But that's 5.3 men a day. Let's run it down to five. Five men a day. That's. I have no words. Girl. I have no words. I have no words. I'm, I'm sorry. I have no words. Again, do your thing, sexual liberation. Yay, but. Three days and 60 men. Girl. That's a lot of people. That, that's a lot of peen. That's a lot of peen. And and it, it's not even about it being good at this point. It's just, it's about volume for you, apparently, because were you trying to chase the dragon? Like, were you trying to get, like, a life-changing, earth-shattering orgasm all 16 times? Oh, what my thought process is were were the like did you get to the point where it was like these guys are not hitting it so I need to get a next one to replace because I'm thinking if it was good with one at least one of them wouldn't you just carry on fucking that same person right right you can't be that unlucky to have shit sex with 16 people. You can't be. I refuse. I refuse to believe that you're that I would under- to have shit sex with 16 people. I would understand it in the UK. I wouldn't understand it in America. UK brothers, you say no shit. <laughs> I mean, if the cat fits, wear it. Like, Ooh. there's a reason why I don't really date British <laughs> I like because they're my Nigerian guys. I have to start off my UK brothers. Some of them can be hitting spots, right? And putting you in, in pretzel positions and doing a thing. Pretzel yeah? Doing a thing. Okay. Some of them, big up yourselves, isn't it? I'm gonna I'm gonna hold down for the UK brothers. Some of you look, you know who you is as well. Some of you look, 
So don't, don't listen to us. Don't listen to us. Okay, Miss Sorry. Miss Sorry. <laughs> Miss Sorry, darling. All right. Well, that's it for the um, travel stories for today. Cassie, Cassie, have you got the runs of the world? Don't ask me I why do. I feel like singing so much today. <laughs> okay, so this week's run of the world comes from somewhere that people have been cussing me for not featuring sooner um it's good old havana club oh AKA cuba havana baby no man but um this one is called pacto navia looks like this it's pretty full um i haven't been able to make any cocktails with it this week unfortunately because i've been a bit busy but um, so it's Cuban rum created by Havana Club. It is also selectively finished in French sorteners casks, and that's a French wine. And I've probably butchered the shit out of the name, but um, I'm going to say it sortness, okay? That's how Google told me to pronounce it, so that's how I'm pronouncing it. Sortness casks. Okay, so basically, apparently, so not okay. So, I'll read the back. There's a little bit of history about it on the actual bottle, which is really cool. So, we love a bottle that gives you a history, right? So, in the early 19th century, after years of war, the European nations signed a historic peace treaty, El Pacto. This reopened the trade routes to Cuba and Navio. Sailing ships began once again to cross the ocean, laden with barrels of luxurious um, sweet wine from France. These barrels were then refilled with the finest Cuban rums and shipped back to France. And they absorbed the exquisite character of the wine during the months at sea. Inspired by those journeys, Pacto Navio rum is selectively finished in sortness wine barrels from the Bordeaux region of France. Um, it is distilled and matured at San Jose de las Lajas, Cuba. Uh, didn't fuck that name up, so. <laughs> San Jose. Yeah. I'm very proud of myself. But yeah, so it's um, 40%. Um, Waitrose, because you know I love a Waitrose, um, currently have this rum on offer for £28. It is usually about 30, between 32 and 35 Um, Maybe for the bank holiday, I'm not too sure. But if you are in and around a Waitrose um, and want a different kind of rum, definitely go for it. It has got a little bit of sweetness to it, but it has got a nice kick. It does put some hairs in your chest. Um, I've had it with um, lemonade, because that's what I had in the house. I've also had it with some coconut water just to boost up the electrolytes and things and things and things. That's the mm-hmm. Jamaican in me, clearly. Um, but it also tastes like it would go really, really well with ginger ale, ginger beer, um, or a cranberry juice and lime. Ooh. And that, I think we like, we like a versatile rum. Right. So, yeah, I feel like this rum on the scales, the looks wise, the bottle is really cute. Mm-hmm. Um, really, really nice bottle. The artwork on the bottle as well. It's, it looks like an old school map. Look. Yeah, it does. You guys, like you, you guys can't see, but it looks like an old school map, which is really, really cool. Mm-hmm. It's got a little part of the map of Cuba on it. <clears throat> and obviously ships to go with the backstory. Mm-hmm. Um and it's got a really cute gold barrel on the top as well. Obviously, to I'd love to see it because it comes from the barrels and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, I would on Cassie's rating give this. I'd give this one a six as well. You know. Oh, I feel like I can give it a six because it does go down quite easy. It's, it's not overly sweet like I know some rums tend to be. Mm-hmm. And with obviously the wine being like um, kind of put into it as well, it doesn't have that sickly sweet taste. Yeah. Which is really good. But yeah, it's a very, very versatile rum. It does go with quite a few things. Um, I do want to try it with a few other things as well and in a few cocktails. But yeah, so Pacto Navio. You get a six on Cassie's Rum Scale. You get a six. Oh, that's so cool. I and also, I cannot wait to go to Cuba so I can try some rum. Um, so any Cubans listening, if you are listening, you need to hit me up with some um, rum recommendations in your country. Please, I thank you. Yeah, we definitely do that. I can't, I actually can't wait to go to Cuba so I can be like, like I want to do like, you know, the like the pink Cadillac. Yeah. Thing. And just like wear like a extra bougie ass like outfit and just like take many bitches around Cuba in that pink like um, Cadillac. Honestly, it just looks amazing. Like Instagram has sold me a dream, and I'm going to go and live that dream. See, I'm not gonna lie to you. The one of the main things I'm going to Cuba for is to drink rum because y'all y'all have some good rum. Yeah, they're Caribbean. What do you expect? I'm just saying, y'all have some good rum. You know. Yeah, and the Cuban Cuban people are like my people, like you know, Cuba, like they're so dramatic and they're so like out there, outlandish, like Zelia um, Cruz, like very passionate and very patriotic. Like all all Caribbean yeah. nations are mad patriotic. Mm. Like definitely, I don't know if you've heard of Celia Cruz. Celia, yes, Delacruz. I have. Like her music is just so very outlandish and so out there. It's just like I sing and I sing and then I. Was she Cuban or Puerto Rican? She is Cuban. She is one hundred percent Cuban, as in she is so Cuban. Like, um, what song is it? Um, Asuka, Asuka Negra. Like, listen to that song. It just embodies everything Cuban samba. Everything like, woo, my girl. Like, when I need to get hyped, like, if I need to go out. So, okay, recently, as, like, outside is open, I've been going to, like, rooftop bars so then I can mm. take, like, great, like, content for Insta and stuff mm. like that and stuff for, like, my website, which is coming out on the 9th and um, 17th of May. Like, Woo! I wanted to get other stuff just so that it can, like, you know, be seamless and whatnot, whatnot, and more current. And, like, every time I need to leave my house, like, I don't want to leave my house, I'm not going to lie to you, because I've been going out with friends. And, I was, of course, I want to see my friends, but I don't mind seeing them via Zoom. Anyway, I digress. But, <laughs> like, literally, when I'm going out, I will have that song out on. My mum will be like, so where are you going today? I'll be like, oh, the bean. <laughs> oh, the rooftop. Oh, you know, this one. Or Pergola. Like, Pergola on the roof has now closed, and I'm so sad about that. They went under, but, yeah. They closed. Not the one in Paddington. I'm talking no, no, about no, the no, one I know, in Shoreditch. Yeah. It's yeah. closed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. It's so sad. Like, that was where I was going to go the day that I went to Pergola, like the normal one in Paddington. But it's okay. We, 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 That's we, so we, sad. I know. I really, like, I was like, you just had to interrupt my, my whole tour of the rooftop bars. But it's okay. It's fine. I forgive you this time. But yeah. Um, what else? So yeah, 
going to the travel hotspot of the month. Obviously, we are now in May. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. We are in May. Five months into the year, guys. Five months into the year. We are on month 17 of 2020. Hallelujah. Um, <laughs> I've been saying this as a joke, but I really mean it at the same time because real talk, we've been in our houses during this panoramic for that as well. Um, but yeah, so um, this month, I'm going to carry on to, to um, keep it to England. Not just say in London this time, I'm just saying I'm going to say England because obviously this weekend is... Um, this weekend, the first weekend of May is bank holiday. But then there's yep. like nice places, nice places around <coughs> England that you can go to. Um, and obviously there's a second bank holiday at the end of the month. So I wanted to like, you know, share some tips and tricks around England. Like, you know, you've got your beaches around. Like my friend went to a beach today and went swimming, you know. But, you know, you know how Oyembo people be. Um, uh, <laughs> You know, there's the London beaches. There's also Whistable Beach. There's Brighton. There's Bournemouth. There's also, Margate. Um, pardon? Margate. Margate. We got um, also Cornwall. You've got like, you've Blackpool, got so many different. Right, right. <clears throat> um, Devon, even. You've got so many different plots of England that I feel like we should just share with people. Like, so obviously, most people, when they think of the UK, like a lot of Americans, should I say, when they think of UK, they think of London. But there's also places outside of London. There's Birmingham, there's Sheffield, there's Manchester, Manchester Liverpool, there's Liverpool, all of those places that are around um, the, the um, England itself. Because England, like the capital of England is London, but we should also shine lights on different parts of England as well. So this month is going to be England. Yay! So we can get into England and more of that stuffs next week. Yeah, love that for us. Woo! Okay, well, thank you so much for listening, guys. Um, keep sending your stories as we now yes. have obviously a dedicated episode for your stories. They can be lighthearted, they can be funny, downright hilarious. Please keep the sad ones at bay because I'm not trying to yeah. cry. I will cry on the podcast, you know, and I don't want you to cry. I don't want you to make me cry, so please don't. Um, so but yeah, cry, send them in. Please. Send them in. Send them us. Send them to us individually. Um, mm-hmm. You can holler at me uh, via my DMs on Twitter at underscore k i k i x or on Instagram at Cassie's Kitchen, um, or you can holler at Tills. Yes, guys, you can definitely DM me at Travel with Tilly on Twitter. Or on Instagram, it's Travel with Tilia. So I hope you can spell travel um, then with. And then Tilia, T-I-L-L-Y-A-H. On Twitter, is T-I-L-L-Y. Yeah. But you can definitely go ahead on Instagram and follow us on Instagram, the um, Departure Lounge Lounge Pod. Um, That's our name on Insta. And the Twitter is because <laughs> I really forgotten. Cannot lie to you. Um, departure Lounge, but you have to take out the E after the T in the U after the T in um, Departure because Twitter doesn't like us to have long usernames. Obviously, up oh, fair dues. But yeah, send on, guys. Send on. Send on. Do you know what? Random, <clears throat> random fact. You know how Twitter has Twitter Spaces. 
mm. um like which is like the clubhouse like you know equivalent how, how do i say it the the bootleg version of clubhouse and um like the other day i was on spaces with somebody um with one of the guys from um at 9 a.m in london and he was like um he hosted a room on twitter spaces and then like i was just like oh so you say only a few people that have twitter spaces he was like it seems like they're just rolling it out and then they're gonna see if many people like it they might roll it out to the masses realize the next day that i'm actually able to do twitter spaces so i'm one of the chosen ones guys hashtag just saying good times chosen few guan you don't know why i'm hardly ever on twitter spaces i'm i'm always on clubhouse mate clubhouse is the way forward gang gang (laughs) don't ask (laughs) so (laughs) (laughs) So guys we're introducing these travel stories as like one episode every other week so then that way it gives you guys time to just like send us in your your um your stories and then we can compile them to do it just like today and have like a just an amazing fun light-hearted conversation about these travel stories so thank you so much to those who sent them in and we love you if you sent mine and we haven't read it apologies we will get to it we'll definitely it is no judgment zone i know I, I, i went a bit ham with the 16 but there is no judgment zone, okay? <laughs> there definitely is a no judgment zone. We love you. We do, we do. You and your 16 man. We do. <laughs> oh, the shame. We I'm love sorry. to see it. I can't help myself. This, this, when it, I'm caught it was off. I'm shady. I'm sorry. I'm shady. I, I apologize. It's fine. I, 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 don't be, I, I doubt that she will care, to be fair. Again, no judgment. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Well, thank you guys for listening. You have a wonderful weekend and a wonderful Thursday Eve, uh, Friday Eve. And yeah. Enjoy. Bye, guys. Bye, darlings. Ta-ta.